Welcome to Realty Tech by Schedulog. I'm Crystal Lee, your host, business development and sales lead at Schedulog. We are the podcast for real estate brokerage and agents focusing on tech. Companies are looking for ways to connect with their clients and prospects, and blogging is one of the many tools they leverage. Today, we will discuss how to utilize blogging to increase organic traffic and fill up that pipeline with new prospects, whether that's potential buyers or new agents for the brokerage. Today, we are here with Jessica Bennett, freelancer, copywriter, and owner of Got Writers Blog. She's been writing for Schedulog and many other real estate-based companies for a couple of years. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Crystal. Thanks for having me on today. So why is blogging such a great way to connect with people? Blogging is a great way to connect with people because it's a great way to tell your story. So when you blog, you're not limited to any topic. For instance, when we blog for Schedulock, we can talk directly to agents, we can talk directly to brokerages, and when you blog, you can actually choose the audience you want to reach, so it can be very personal. And in today's world, everyone's online and everyone wants to read information and learn more about companies. So if you have a blog, it's a great way to reach your audience, tell them more about you, um, give them facts that can help them and tips. And um, we'll talk about this later, but it's a great way to also rank on Google. Blogging is not only a great tool to engage with existing clients, but a great way to recruit and prospect. As you were saying, there's more to the art than just writing about interesting topics. So there's something that we call SEOs and what people should be, that's something that people should be leveraging. So can you tell us what SEOs are and how that is relevant to blogging? So SEO stands for search engine optimization. Basically, it's the process of ranking within the top few positions on Google. So say you type in real estate tech app, you want your blog or your website to come to the top of the page. However, you need to implement SEO strategies and SEO keywords into your blog and your website in order for Google to pick up and rank you. So you can do that by one, researching topics on Google Trends that they feel um, are popular and trending. So that's one way to find trending topics. Two, you can use keyword research tools like um, Google Keyword Planner, Ahrefs, SEMrush, and there's many others to find keywords. And these keywords and the tools will tell you the monthly search volume that each keyword has, how competitive it is to rank on Google, and how popular it is, and if people are actually searching the keywords. So what you want to do is create a strategy of keywords and topics that relate to your blog, your industry, um, things that potential clients would want to hear and current clients would want to hear, and then you come up with a keyword and blog topic content calendar. Let's kind of break it down a little bit because I know that was for people who have never done SEOs and who've never blogged strategically, they've kind of just blogged for the sake of blogging. You've talked about uh, keyword research. So now people are thinking, okay, I want to start a blog. I don't know what to write about. You're doing a keyword research, but how do you kind of, you said Ahrefs, but kind of tell us a little bit more about it. Like how, what is the process? Why, why pick certain words? At, why certain keywords, certain topics over the other? So when you're typing in keywords, first of all, if you can't come up with any keywords, um, search your competitors on Google or search things in your industry. So when we're searching keywords for Schedulock, 
um, we may search on Google exclusive listing. And then you can look at different results on Google and see what the headlines say. And each headline will have different keywords in them. Then what you can do is take those keywords or keyword phrases, which are like groups of keywords of more than two, so maybe three or four words, put them into the keyword research tool. And then the keyword research tool will let you know how many people a month search the keyword. You want to aim for at least over 10. There's two things. So you want to do um, keywords that are two words. So like real estate tech. You also want to search um, questions that people are answering, like why should I invest in real estate tech? When you're searching the tools, it'll tell you monthly volume. So you want to aim for minimum 10 a month. If it's 10 volume a month of users, that means that you're that people are actually interested in the topic. If the topic is at zero, there's no point of going after that keyword. However, that being said, lots of keywords are very competitive. It'll usually give you a score between zero to 100 of keyword difficulty. You want to aim for lower keyword difficulty, but higher monthly volume. Obviously, keywords like this are hard to find, but those are your best option because you will save money on SEO and you will be able to rank faster. So what do you mean by save money on SEOs? So usually when you're doing search engine optimization, you're working with an SEO agency or you're working alongside a backlink provider or a PR agency. So the first part of SEO is you want to make blogs with keywords. Yes. However, the second part is you need backlinks. You need other people or other bloggers on the internet talking about you. So you can do this yourself for free. However, it's very difficult to navigate who to message um, to post about you. And a lot of editors may not respond. So a lot of people who invest in SEO pay um, search engine optimization companies to do backlink outreach and to get backlinks and other websites pointing back to them. Now, what I mean by save money on SEO is if you're going after very competitive keywords, that means that all your competitors are also investing money in SEO and investing money in high quality backlinks. So if you go for um, lower difficulty keywords, but still high volume, then you have to, then it's a lower investment because you're not competing against as many people on the internet. So can you talk about more how we should be incorporating SEOs in our overall marketing strategy? So the first thing you want to do is create a keyword strategy plan. So you would want to incorporate SEO on your website on each page as well as every blog you post. The best suggestion I can give is to use the keyword research tools and then when it comes to blog, think of your blogs in kind of clusters. So for real estate, you could have blogs about brokerages, you could have blogs about uh, prospecting clients, you could have blogs about pre-construction, blogs about exclusives and assignments, and then what you can do is research keywords for each of those big pillar topics and then you will create subtopics for each with smaller keywords and then you'll create a whole strategy altogether. 
So now that you've identified keywords, how do you uh, come up with blog topics? Do you have a strategy for that? Do you work with your clients or how would you um, suggest people come up with blog topics? Now that we have the keywords, there's, there's two steps. Um, I can either work with the clients and create an editorial content calendar where we create the topics in advance or the client can decide that, okay, I understand the keywords. I think I want to um, come up with the blog topics myself. Um, I understand the industry maybe better than you. And I think I'd be a better fit to come up with the topics. However, that being said, they may come up with the topics and then ask um, myself or a content marketing um, agency for input on what to include, where to put the keywords, and um, for the on-page SEO strategy. So how much would you say you have to take a keyword into consideration when you're coming up with the blog topics? So you only want to do one keyword per blog. However, that being said, each main keyword We'll have secondary keywords, which should be used once or twice throughout the piece. You want to make sure that the main keyword is in the title, um, in the introduction, in the H2, and a couple times throughout the body. Google Rank Brain has become very intelligent, and it realizes that everyone uses SEO keywords. So there is no need to stuff keywords in and make it sound really awkward and spammy. It's better to make it sound natural and have the keyword a little bit different. Google will still pick it up. So the goal is to, yes, add your keywords in, sprinkle them through, but really the goal with SEO and blogging is to make the blog sound natural and just add a few keywords within the piece. So what would you say makes the difference between an okay blog and a great blog? So an okay blog may be really general, but an amazing blog has a target audience. They're speaking directly to someone. It's formatted like snackable content. It has a great header that drives someone in. It has a great intro that makes the reader want to learn more. Um, I would say also including quotes from a founder, quotes from the industry, um, stats from the industry or research really helps to beef up the piece and to make it a better blog. The more research and the more stats you can provide in a blog is amazing. Another thing that makes the blog amazing is graphics. You can add graphics, videos, animations, and that really helps to excite the readers and, want, and leave them wanting to read more. What I try to do is create snackable content. So this means that it has a header that everyone wants to read and lures them in. And then it has short paragraphs, it has bullet points, and then at the end it wraps up the piece and has a call to action. So you don't want to make blogs too long. I would say around 750 words is great length. Um, people's attention spans are definitely decreasing. They just want to be able to scan the piece and say, okay, I understand what I what I read and go on with their day. So I think that would really be the difference between um, a great blog and an okay blog. Really uh, specific content that people want to hear and be creative with your topics. There's a lot of ways to maybe take a different angle that other people haven't spoke about in the industry. Always look at your competitors. Maybe if they're all writing about the same topic, you can take a different angle. Um, look at publications in your niche. See what they're talking about. Maybe you can kind of regurgitate a blog that they're doing, but with your own opinion, your own take. And I think really giving your own opinion and your own research, if you could give case studies 
from things that you've done that no one else on the web knows about, that's another really great way to make your blog stand out. Also, storytelling is really big. People love to hear other people's stories. So if you can tell a story about a client, a client's success, um, how your service or product has helped people, people love to hear about that as well. You've blogs for so many different industries. Can you tell us a little bit more about how blogging is different in real estate? So blogging in real estate, I would say is very specific and you definitely need to learn um, the terminology and understand the, the language that they use. So I understood a lot of it because I've previously worked with realtors in the past. However, if we gave a real estate blog or a schedule blog to someone that didn't understand the terminology, they'd probably be pretty lost. It's like a whole new language. So I would say um, when you're hiring someone to write your blogs, you want to make sure that they can understand the real estate industry, the terminology and how things work. Because if you're hiring someone to write your real estate blogs, they may end up writing incorrect information because they don't understand what you're talking about. That being said, there's a lot of room for improvement within the real estate industry. A lot of people just blog about like, real estate stats, number of homes sold, very basic things. But there's a lot of way to incorporate maybe like home design and real estate, why I staged my house this way and um, it got more hits on the market. There's a lot of ways to incorporate maybe like lifestyle and real estate that people haven't even touched on. So I guess now that we're wrapping up, is there any last things that you really want to tell people about SEOs, about blogging, about keyword research? What is something that people really should take in consideration when they're, you know, starting up a new blog and going to go down that route? So I think one thing you want to think about is SEO is a long-term game. However, if you start blogging and blogging consistently, posting your blog, distributing it on other social channels and picking up traffic, you're going to slowly get more traffic to your blog and hopefully help yourself boost the rankings on Google. Um, as well with blogging and SEO, you want to make sure that you include metadata. So that's like the keywords on the back end of your website on each blog. And you want to make sure that you're including the keywords on the page, but very naturally. So there's nothing to be stressed about with SEO. SEO keywords help the search engine figure out what you're talking about and give the reader the best um, answer to their search query. One thing you can do is actually answer long questions that people are asking on Google. So say you wanted to ask the question, why should I sign up for an exclusive network listing? Mo most people haven't answered that question. So if you can find questions that people on the internet have not answered, you'll have a better chance of ranking. And yes, SEO is a long-term strategy. However, you're not paying for it like Google ads. Every time someone clicks on your Google ad, you have to pay per click. But if you start ranking on the first position for your blog, you're going to have prospective clients clicking on your blog and potentially um, become interested in your service. So it's a great way to get exposure and eventually um, free marketing in the long term. 
That's awesome. Thank you so much, Jessica, for sharing all of your insight. Um, if people would like to get in touch with you or would like to, uh, you know, get uh, some of your service, where would they contact you? So they can visit my website at www.gotwritersblock.ca or they can send me an email at info at I'm happy to help answer any questions about SEO and blogging and just to help people um, really take their blogging and SEO strategy to the next level. Awesome. Well, thank you so much and we'll chat soon.